Welcome to episode six of Chalk Bucket Radio. In today's episode, I catch you up on my family life, and then we go over goal setting and how sleep, nutrition, mobility, conditioning, strength, skill, and sport all play a role when we talk about progress with CrossFit. Hope you enjoy the episode. Chalk Bucket Radio. Welcome to Chop Bucket Radio. Your host is my dad. Good afternoon. How's everyone doing today? I don't know why I always say good afternoon, except for the fact I record in the afternoon. But um, anyhow, just going to spend a couple minutes updating you on just family life and stuff. So um, I'm recording this on May or May, April 29th, yesterday, the 28th. My boys got to go fishing for their first time and probably my first time in about 20 years or so. And uh, we ended up catching a fish for both of them. So Dawson and Graham both caught a fish. They were pretty excited. They were more interested, though, in looking at the worms and playing with the worms than they were holding the rod. So I consider that a win. Uh, Love for the boys to be outside and enjoy their time out there. And so anytime I can get them outside, I love it. Uh, Kennedy wanted to be quite a bit involved as well. She really uh, was frustrated that she didn't have a rod in real and couldn't participate. Then we got to have a good old fashioned water balloon fight, which is our family's tradition during the uh, warmer time of the spring and summer and fall is uh, we'll get some water balloons and have a water balloon fight in the backyard. Uh, the kids love getting us um, nice and um, wet, and they think it's so funny to throw water balloons at mom and dad. So I tell you what, I'll take that any day of the week. I love hanging out with them and love just hearing them laugh and giggle and uh, enjoy their time. Um, so that kind of wraps us up uh, as far as a family update. Um we are now going to talk today about goal setting and progression. Had a conversation with somebody last week and it really turned me on to the um, realizing that a lot of people don't understand how to set goals, what goals are. And when they do, you know, when somebody doesn't have a goal, they end up frustrated with progress and they feel like they've stalled out or they're not getting any better. And so I wrote down um, a couple things here that I wanted to kind of discuss. And so as we talk about goal setting and progress, one of the things I like for people to first off do is just kind of talk about what do you want? I mean, we all want to get more fit. Uh, We all want to look better, feel better, sleep better. Um, Those are pretty common in 
not unknown goals, but the reality is our goals need to be potentially more specific. And I say potentially, um, they do need to be more specific. They need to be more specific and directed towards a singular or maybe two focuses so that when times get tough, um, when we don't feel like going to the gym or we don't feel like making a good nutritional decision, we have a dedication to that one goal or two goals that keeps us in check. And so, um, when I, um, you know, want people, or one of the things I want people to do is to really write down what they want. Just start with that. What do you want? I want to lose weight. Okay. Underneath that answer, I want you to answer the question, why? Why do you want a handstand push-up? Why do you want to run for 10 minutes without stopping? Why do you want to squat without pain? Why do you want to go to bed before 10 o'clock every night? Why do you blank? Whatever it is. Um, Underneath that answer, I want you to write down why. So why do you want that goal? Okay, so now we have an answer. I want to lose weight. Answer underneath that. Why? Because I feel I'm overweight. Okay, so now we're going to ask the question, why do you feel overweight? Or why do you feel uncomfortable? Or whatever the next answer would be. I want to squat pain-free. Why? Because every time I squat, my left knee hurts. Okay, why does your left knee hurt? I'm not sure. Okay, let's go figure that out. But as we start asking four or five whys, we really can get to the root cause of what that really means or the root reason, I should say. And so I think that's very useful. Um, Sometimes you can start um, going through that exercise and really go nowhere. And so if you end up going nowhere, I'm hoping today's episode will help you find somewhere to go. And so when we start talking about CrossFit specifically, since... um, y'all are my audience and y'all do CrossFit. Um, and this really would, uh, pertain to potentially any level of fitness or anything in the fitness industry. But I wrote down a few items here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So I wrote down seven components that could improve when it comes to CrossFit. And so I'm going to read these off sleep, nutrition, mobility, stability, conditioning, strength, skill, and sport. And so I wrote these down and then I listed them in order of what I feel are important with sleep being the number one important thing and sport being the least important. So sleep, number one, nutrition, number two, mobility, stability, number three, conditioning, four, strength, five, skill, six, sport, seven. And as I write these out and kind of line them up, I think about dominoes and how you can line dominoes up. We used to do this as kids all the time over at my granny's house. Um, My uh, siblings and I would get dominoes out. We had line them up and then we had knock them over. And it was so much fun until your little sister knocked them over before you could. Um, But enjoy doing that. And I think of someone's progress in the gym and goal setting should be trying to find the one domino that's going to knock down more dominoes than the, than another. And so we're going to work through a couple hypotheticals here that will help us better understand this analogy and where it's going. But so let's say someone has the desire for 
um, getting double unders, which would be a skill or conditioning, mainly a skill component. Um, <clears throat> but this person also sleeps three hours a night. And so although the desire for a double under is great, like I, I always want someone to be able to demonstrate uh, coordination, balance, agility, speed, uh, maybe some power, but a little bit of cardiorespiratory conditioning, so components of fitness. Um, but if someone has poor sleeping habits or poor nutrition or poor overall mobility, those three items need to be addressed for a greater good for that person than that one development of skill. Um, so instead of addressing getting that one double under or a kipping pull up, what if we worked on a better bedtime routine? We worked on cleaning up our nutrition. We worked on a, a front rack mobility or hip mobility or ankle mobility so that four, five, six, seven other things could get better. Um, I just think that looking at improving one area to improve many areas is a smarter process than just improving one area because it's super cool. Um, and I think a lot of people get hung up on, I used a double under for this example, but I should have said like a muscle up because there's a lot of people in the CrossFit space that are really obsessed with getting a muscle up. And I think that's great that they, they see this obtainable or they see someone obtain this goal and then they're like, oh my gosh, like I want to be up on the rings or I want to be up on the bar and I want to uh, get this one really hard skill that looks so cool. And it does. It is cool. I remember getting my first one and um, being really excited about that. But I often see people that want to muscle up and they um, can't uh, tell you what their nutrition is. Like they have maybe poor overhead mobility or their conditioning is subpar or they don't have a strict pull up, but they yet they want to muscle up. And so I feel that although they have this thought in their head that, hey, this is a goal. I want a muscle up. Um, I think that's more of a dream than a goal. And um, when I say a dream, a dream is not reality. And um, let me let me kind of tease this out a little bit before that upsets anyone. What I mean by a muscle up is a dream and not a reality for some people is because there's so many things missing prior to that muscle up that need way more attention, way more focus, that are way less sexy, way less insta cool but those are the going to be the keys those are going to be the leading factors to an individual getting a muscle up uh, more so than just doing a lot of muscle up practice or doing banded muscle ups or jumping muscle ups um, cleaning up someone's sleep and nutrition cleaning up mobility improving conditioning those those things right there will do more benefit to an athlete than achieving this one goal now, maybe you're listening to this and you think, Dave, I've got my sleep nailed. I'm, I'm getting eight to nine hours a night. I wake up consistently at the same time. I go to bed consistently at the same time. I'm rocking it. Nutrition dialed in. Um, mobility, stability. I'm spending three to eight minutes prior to every training session and after every training session. Um, and then I have an extra, so I said three to eight minutes, three eight minute sessions before, after, and another time during the day, working on mobility, conditioning dialed in. I'm crushing things. I've got a sub eight minute 2k row. I'm there. 
Well, then now we're talking about we have a base of things that then we can work from. Now do we have the strength? And then if we have this, the sleep, nutrition, mobility, stability, conditioning, strength, now let's play with that skill. And then the cool thing is as we acquire skill, that will then transition us to sport, the sport of CrossFit, the sport of um, exercising and demonstrating what we can do. I think it's really easy to um, misalign these seven things and shift to sport and skill being the most important with strength being the next important, then maybe we get to conditioning. Maybe we get to mobility. Um, nutrition's kind of there and whatever. I sleep every night and I'm fine. Um, now you may be think that these need to be ordered differently. Um, and I would love to hear your reasons for that and have a, a good discussion with you on why you think some of these may be slotted differently. Um, but I slot these based on 11 years of coaching CrossFit, 15 plus years of working with people in the fitness and nutrition space that the most important items are the ones that you can control. Um, on any given day, car, car tires go flat, batteries are dead, um, jobs run late, kids get sick, something happens, and then all of a sudden, you lose control over a few factors in your life. But we almost always have control over our sleep, our nutrition, and then the amount of time we spend in mobility stability. Um, conditioning, strength, skill, sport those are going to be affected the most by other people and the really the hardest to control. Um, everything from, like I said, crazy events to weather to you being healthy. You know, if you all of a sudden have a tummy virus, um, guess what? You can't really work on your conditioning, your strength, your skill, or your sport. Now you may be struggling to work on nutrition or sleep or mobility, but you have a better chance at working on those three than you do the other four. Um, so as we're working through this idea of, okay, so we have this spectrum of seven things. We're supposed to try to find the one that gives us the greatest benefit. How can we decide that? How can we decide where to start? Well, going kind of piggybacking on the what I just talked about is control what you can first and then continue to control those things. So you can control your sleep patterns. You can control your nutrition. You can control your mobility stability work. Um, as I just said, I feel like I'm repeating myself, but um, you can control those things. Now, you know what else you can control? Um, are you putting forth effort in every workout? And, you know, I think often effort and intensity get confused. You can try really hard and just not move very fast. And there's a, that is huge. I, I know there's a lot of people that struggle with conditioning, but every day you show up, you know, don't worry about being last, worry about being the best you can be. You control your effort. Um, other things you control, you get to control um, for the most part what your nutrition is like before and after a workout. So are you fueling properly? Um, and as we begin to start considering this idea of controlling what you can control, 
controlling your mindset, controlling your attitude while they're working out. Um, you can start really finding some benefits to every training session that then will lead to greater progress. I know that it's a prevalent mindset to believe that every day has to be as heavy. Uh, I think, what is it? A-F-A-H as, or A-H-A-F, you know, as hard as possible, as heavy as possible, but it's not always that way. Not every day is, should crush you. You should only have really a couple days that really beat you down. Um, most professional athletes rarely train to an intensity level of complete smash and trash. Most professional athletes, whether it's the CrossFit space to gymnasts, to ice skaters, to football players have really small bouts of extremely hard, hard intensity. And then a lot of bouts of moderate to low intensity improving on skill work. Um, which is also why I put skill before sport in our continuum here is because the acquisition of skill needs to develop before the acquisition of sport. Um, now, I know that with CrossFit, there's a little bit of space there of, well, I can't do that muscle up, but I can go compete for a skilled competition. Fantastic. Do that. Um, I'm not saying you can't go and have a competitive weekend, but your development in the sport of CrossFit has to be preceded by the development of skill, strength, conditioning, mobility, stability, nutrition, and sleep. So these professional athletes out there, whether, like I said, CrossFit or another sport, they are acquiring skills, knowledge, and experience in conditions that allow their bodies to adapt to that. And just because it's working out, a lot of people, I, I believe a lot of people just think that hard, fast, heavy, crazy, make my body hurt, I've got to be laying on the floor panting and gasping for air, is the only way to get better, the only way to have success. Um, but I feel that that is just wrong. Actually, it's not that I feel that way. I know it's wrong. Um, I know that you know your ability to uh, get better is really going to be limited by the amount of times that you are just totally crushed by a workout because now you have to spend more time recovering, sleeping, nutrition, mobility, and those are things that most of us do not like doing regardless of what we want to think when others are around. The, the end of the day, those are the three things we control the most, but they're also the three hardest things to do. Um, and proof of that is it is easier to get someone to get into the gym and crush it than it is for them to adhere to a nutritional program. Trust me, I work with people all the time and that is the truth. It's easier to get somebody to come in the gym and move around, get sweaty, get, get tired, get out of breath, lay on the floor and give some good effort than it is to get them to um, stop eating out, stop drinking as much as they are start making better food choices. So um, I'm going to go ahead and start wrapping up here because I want to keep the episode short. But I want you to also understand that because this process takes time, it can take two to three months to really feel and see some improvement. Now, that doesn't mean that it can't happen in a shorter time frame. But when you look at um, 
where we are in the continuum, you know, sleep and nutrition takes some time to see those results and those benefits. But as we stick to those, we're going to then start seeing results when it comes to your conditioning and your strength and your ability to work on skills. And then all of a sudden out of nowhere, boom, all the, all this effort has compounded to make you a better athlete to improve your fitness. Um, I would like to spend the next seven episodes discussing these seven things and how we can look at goal setting for each of these, um, individual components. Um, I'm going to go ahead and post in the show notes, um, a link to this continuum written out so that you can see what it looks like. Um, sleep, nutrition, mobility, stability, conditioning, strength, skill, and sport. I'll go ahead and define each of those, but then we're going to spend the next seven episodes discussing those in depth and having a conversation about what are these things? Like, how can I look at sleep and become a better athlete because I care about my sleep? How can I control this controllable so that I can have a better adaptation and a better response to things I can't control? And response meaning physical response to the conditioning, the strength, and skill development. So I'm going to uh, wrap up today's episode. We're going back to our challenges. And for the last several challenges that we've had, dating back to episode one, we went over bedtime routine. So we were turning off devices early. We were going to bed 15 minutes early. This week's challenge is for you to journal at least one sentence every night before you go to bed. So journal one sentence every night before you go to bed. Please uh, share via Instagram. Tag us um, at Chalk Bucket Radio. Um, Go ahead and tag us on there. Um, You starting that journal or writing something about the journal, I think it'd be fun to kind of see who is interested in that and who's following along. But you're going to start journaling every night. It can be whatever, anything from a to-do list for the next day, um, thoughts and feelings on how your day went, um, encouragement to yourself for the next day, uh, lesson for yourself uh, for the next day, or something like that. So I'm going to be signing off here. Hope you have a good one, and I will talk to you soon. Take care. Yo! Yeah.